You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hi, everybody. This is Jason Eagle, your natural health authority with another Healing Matters podcast. And today we're going to talk about uh, the top 10 natural health products that are used in the United States. Um, I got this from an ABC News uh, article. Um, and this is basically the doctors and, and, uh, it's based upon the list is on how much is sold, how much is used. And you went through the document and it said, well, this is what the doctors think work and don't work and blah, blah, blah. Um, but I'm going to tell you what they are and go through each one of them. But at the end, I'm going to decode this and tell you what the deep story is, what it really means, what it really says about our health, what we're trying to do. And, um, a lot of times it, it's, we're moving in the wrong direction and we're just covering up a problem and not getting to the source of problem. And I'll tell you that there is one, the top one that is missing. There is one that's missing and it really should be the top one. So let's go to what their top 10 is. And like I said, this is based upon, uh, you know, the data that comes from stores and health food stores and, and, um, what is used. The number one is fish oil. So there are more Americans using fish oil more so than ever. Fish oil, whether it be a cod liver oil. Now, again, cod liver oil is is not as available as it used to be. And so there'll be a lot of other fish oils like, say, an anchovy oil or sardine oil or tuna oil or krill oil. Um, Dr. McColl is big on the krill oil. And I'll explain that again. But, but let me explain a little bit too. Like a lot of the oils, especially um, the what would be cod liver oil, are what's called molecularly distilled. And the reason is is because they're junk. And the reason that they're junk is because when we most of the cod liver oil comes from the Scandinavian countries and they export it. Now, uh, when cod is fished from the sea and they Basically, you know, the, the cod is then brought on board and then they cut them open and then they take their livers out and then they throw them into another pile because the cod becomes codfish, right? And they, they'll eat that. And, but they sort it and there's different grades and there are the really healthy cod and then the really healthy litter or liver that turn that off. Um, one goes into one barrel. Okay. And that's what stays in that country. They don't export it anymore. They only keep the good cod. They only keep the good livers, the unhealthy livers, which are, you know, animals that are sick and other things like that, um, are just not as healthy because cod are, are bigger predatory fish and they can get into a lot of poison and a lot of stuff, especially from eating a lot of little fish. Um, uh, and they can tell when they cut them open, they look at the liver and they go, Ugh, like that doesn't look very good. You know, I've, when I do my animals, you can, you know, there's occasionally with the chickens, you can see some of the chickens, their livers are not as healthy and they're spotted. They don't look, uh, they look like they're facing stress and that's going to be a sicker animal. So the cod liver oil here in America is all junk. And if they didn't molecularly distill it, it would stink. It would stink horrible. So I say avoid the cod liver oil. And I say go for the smaller fishes, which is anchovy. And, um, you know, the good places to get them from are from the different uh, countries. Like, for instance, off of Peru, off of Chile, um, New Zealand. Um, New Zealand is a, a great place because they have a, the waters are very, very clean, especially off of two off of Chile and everything like that. So, okay, um, the waters are clean. 
So, but what is fish oil used for? Why are they, and it's, this is a, a secret to the decode. It's an oil. The number one thing is an oil. It's a fat, okay? Why? Because it's an anti-inflammatory because it reduces pain. Um, it's also what replaces the joints. Uh, it, so a lot of times when people get older, they take a fish oil because their joints start to hurt, okay? The other thing is, is it's an oil and it's good for the brain. That's what the brain is made out of. Oil is everything. Our body is designed to be oil and make oil and use oil. And good oils, uh, the um, the DHA, which is docosahexanoic acid, EPA, uh, GLA, CLA, oh, there's all these different types of essential fatty acids. They gets into uh, omega-3s, omega-6, omega-9, some of the good, some of the bad, but you really need all of them. And so a fish oil is uh, one of the top things. It is the number one product that is used in America. Number two is glucosamine. Okay, that goes to the second one. People are in pain. Glucosamine is for the joints. Glucosamine is uh, something that can be taken on its own. Oftentimes, it's combined with the number eight one, which I'll get to. Um, but that shows what people are dealing with. You can, like a detective, you can look at what is used, and it will tell you what is going on. Now, there's some other ones that are missing, the, which is a lot of the digestive stuff. These are natural products. If you go to the over-the-counter ones which is a completely different list, you'll see that like the antacids and the Tums and all this other stuff, which shows when most people go with the standard medical model, again, they're dealing with pain and the biggest pain is digestion. Now, then that trickles into what this is, which is glucosamine, which is you got bad digestion over time. You don't get enough of the right foods and other things. You start to get pain in your joints and then you start taking something to help kind of relieve the pain. That's what glucosamine is. That's the second number one. Number three is echinacea. Echinacea would be used for infection. So it's marketed and, and for people, if you want to protect against a cold, echinacea is really good for viral. It's an antiviral. There's a couple really good antivirals, which is a Sambucus, which is elderberry um, uh, juice, elderberry flower, but also echinacea. Echinaceas, most people, you have them in their gardens and most uh, manicured gardens, you see it's what's called the purple cone flower. And it looks like that purple one that has kind of like that spikes, but it kind of looks like a cone. Um, and it's everywhere. It's part of the daisy family. It's uh, also related to ragweed and other stuff, which is interesting because a lot of times when people have allergies or colds, uh, it's so the whole idea of almost think about let's say um, bee venom or or um, snake venom or or spider venom. If you get bit by a snake, they want to know which one you got bit by because they make the antidote out of that one. So this is the whole idea too. Echinacea is within that same ragweed family, and so people that have say allergies or something like that to a ragweed, you take a ragweed, you take something like that. Um, but echinacea, like I said, really focuses on viral. Uh, echinacea, to use it properly, you have to be on it for quite a long time. It's not something that works right away. Golden seal is another one, and sometimes you'll see those in combination, which is bacterial, viral, the golden seal is, is kind of broad spectrum, kind of kills everything, and that works acutely. It works fast, whereas echinacea, you have to start it early. So what the rule of thumb about echinacea is to start it before you get a cold or when you just start noticing it. Start it before you really get the flu. Um, then... Number four, we go back again to almost the top of the list, which is flaxseed oil. 
An oil, flaxseed oil is, can be taken as an extracted oil, or what most people say is, is you really want it in its whole form, which is ground up flaxseeds, because you also get the fiber that is in it. So it's a double duty flaxseed fiber is really good for digestion, and it helps you to uh, have good bowel movements and, and fibers. It's an insoluble fiber that absorbs toxins and things like that. But also flaxseed oil is very high in the essential fatty acids. In particular, uh, when it's in its whole form, you've got what's called uh, GLA or gamma linoleic acid. Um, but again, like the fish oil, uh, it's good for your brain. It's good for your joints. It's good for uh, metabolism. So people take it for um, to help to lose weight. I'm going to tell you this gets into the decode of why the fats and why we why we're using this as an antidote for our problems. It's usually the antidote is showing what we've been missing. Okay, we get into number five. The number five on the list is ginseng. Ginseng, or what they call the sang, um, and there's a lot of guys down south which will go out in the woods and they will harvest. There's three different types. There's si Siberian, there's American ginseng, or uh, another one, Elothero, is its also name. Uh, what does it say? Siberian, uh, and then Korean, and then American ginseng. So there's three different types. Now, the Koreans, the Asians, they swear by it and they use it a lot. And one of the reasons when it goes, this is an old, old world one, goes way, way back. It's similar to mandrake, which is, they say, uh, how do we know what's good for a man? How do we know what's good for a person? How do you know what's good for your body? It looks like the body. So ginseng actually looks like a, a human. When you pull it out, it has roots and it looks like it has arms and legs. The same thing as mandrake root looks like that. So, but again, it's one of these things that it's an adaptogen and it helps to, so people use it for energy. Um, they can, it's also marketed for, let's say, sexual stamina and stuff like that. It's not the best for that, but it does. It actually helps because it produces more energy. But let's go to the other side of it. Why do you need energy? Well, because you're losing energy because people are weak and people need more energy. So I'm going to tell you where the energy is going to because these antidotes, if we, they would not be necessary, or put it this way, if we didn't have these deep problems, if we took these same things, we would be so much stronger and so much better. All of these things that are the list are just keeping people at square one because they're just so sick already. So if people were healthy and were to do these things, which a number of people, really healthy people do, and then they use these things on top of that and they feel even more so. These are those people that are out climbing mountains and running circles around you and stuff like that because they really got on it early, okay? Then we get to number six, and this is what they call combo herbs. One of the combos would be, let's say, uh, the echinacea and golden seal. So people take the combo herbs for if I feel sick and I want to boost my immune system. Um, there's people, uh, there's combos that are for, let's say, lung combos. There's digestive combos. And there's just a whole different list out of that. And that's a lot of the stuff that I use are, are all different combinations because Again, like an apothecary, like creating um, a little bit of this and a little bit of that, you're creating a recipe and you're using, you know, you know, a lot of the single herbs or a lot of the single products are, like I said, a one trick pony and they'll, they'll do something, which is they'll give you more gas or they'll give you more break or they'll make you go to the bathroom more or whatever. But truth be told, health wise is we're looking for a combination of kind of, a, you want a little bit of this and a little bit of that. So that, like I said, the number six top thing is, is, and there's just a, so many different combination herbs that are out there. 
Number seven is ginkgo, ginkgo biloba. It's that one of the oldest trees out there. There's a lot that are out there right now. They've been donated by the Japanese. So um, there's one outside right now in my parking lot. You know, a lot of landscaping people. They're really beautiful um, plants. Uh, the leaves are used. Also, the fruit. One of my most famous uh, videos that has a, a, one of the most views from way from years ago is, is harvesting ginkgo nuts. Uh, ginkgo nuts, if you get the female, which is they will create these nuts and then they fall down on the ground and, and they, some people say they stink really bad. They stink like cheese or like a dog ate cheese and pooped it out. <laughs> they smell kind of bad, but not really. They're actually really, really delicious. And you bring them in and you wash that stuff off and then you take the nuts and the nuts, the ginkgo nut is like, looks like a, a, um, you can roast them or you can uh, eat them unroasted and they're like a green jelly bean. They're really, really neat. And then a lot of the, you know, Asian people, they roast them and, and they're awesome nut. But um, ginkgo is used for brain. It very specifically targets the brain. It increases blood flow so that people say, I'm, I'm losing memory. I can't think as well. It really, really works. Ginkgo is, is an awesome thing. It increases the blood flow. It's one of the few things that crosses what's called the blood-brain barrier. Um, it also is, uh, it, so it's a, it crosses the blood brain barrier and it is full of what's called antioxidants, which quenches free radicals. So brain damage, and there can be heavy duty brain damage from a person getting hit. Okay. Uh, ginkgo is also one of these things that can be used in emergency when a person has a concussion, it can help to reduce brain swelling, help to increase a blood flow into the brain. Um, it increases thinking and memory because the more oxygen to the brain, the more free radicals that you are able to get out of the brain, the more you are able to repair the damage. It also is um, known for reducing anxiety, especially when it's combined with St. John's wort. Saint, you often you will see these put together as ginkgo and St. John's wort. And St. John's wort does reduce anxiety in the brain, but throughout the body. A lot of times when people feel this agitate, this, this uh, shakiness inside the body, St. John's wort is, is helpful. It's not just in the brain. Um, we get to number eight, and that's chondroitin. We go back up to what was number two, which is uh, glucosamine in chondroitin. Now, chondroitin... This comes from actually cartilage. So most of the chondroitin that is out there comes from the cow, cow slaughterhouses and it's really the windpipe. And what they do is they boil it down. It's the same thing that grandma did. It's bone broth. Okay. It's chicken feet or in, in the Mexican market, it's menudo. So you can get these in natural, natural ways. That's why a lot of people still eat the chicken feet or make the bone broth or make stews where they cook things down and it creates it. When you break down the cartilage that's inside a body or chicken soup, this is one of the main things that's in chicken soup for the soul. If you go to a lot of Asian medicine, it's in a chicken soup um, base. Why? Because chondroitin is this cartilage type of stuff, but when you melt it down, it's able to get into the cellular structure. So it's not just your joints are made out of chondroitin, but your, your, all of your skin cells, all of your nerves, all of your, and even the cellular membrane. So every single cell needs the chondroitin. And what happens is, is as we get older and the chondroitin starts to break down, think about like a, a joint, an elbow joint. It starts to get hard and brittle. Uh, and then we tear or it gets crumbly or, and they say, oh, you're rubbing bone on bone, you know, or this is also what's called the bursa or the car articular cartilage. 
So if we take it inside the body, and our body is, is a miracle, which is if you take it from another animal, your body doesn't care. It will use it and it will put it into your knee or put it into your cell. Or, so also uh, glucosamine chondroitin is also really good for the skin. If we got lots of wrinkles or skin damage, it helps to repair the skin. Another great thing, the, the good trifactor or the four things, you know, trifactor plus one would be glucosamine, chondroitin, vitamin C, and collagen. Um, the chondroitin has collagen. So that's another thing that would collagen would be called. That's what's inside of collagen would be chondroitin and also what's called high aluronic acid. They're kind of interchangeable. They're kind of, especially when you get them in um, a whole food form. If you're taking them in ill pill form, like glucosamine's recommended to do about 400 milligrams three times a day often combining it with the glucosamine. But if you want to do it in um, a natural form, yes. So Menuda is a beef soup, but what it is is it's beef body parts. And in particular, it's hooves. They boil down the hooves. I eat Menuda soup. I love it. It's tripe and it's also other body parts, but in particular, it's going to have um, the hooves and when you eat a hoof, people go, oh, that's gross. Well, that's what people eat, pig's feet and stuff like that, or they boil it down because it's, it. and when you're eating menudo soup, you can feel it in your mouth. It's the silkiness. And when you eat those hoofs, you know, it took me a while to get used to this, going to the, the, the Asian market and eating the chicken feet and they go, what, you eat that stuff too? Like they were amazed. And I had to force myself in the beginning, but now I absolutely love it. I remember my mom as a kid when we eat a chicken because she grew up in the old kind of depression times and or after that, but she grew up kind of poor, but it wasn't really poor because even, you know, people that are wealthy people know what they're doing. She would eat the, you know, the, the cartilage of the, of the chicken. She would eat that, you know, so she'd sit longer at the table and go, give me your bones. And mom, mom would chew on that stuff. And at first, I used to think it's gross, but now I do it too. And it's it really is amazing in terms of what it does for your body and joints. We're getting into number nine. Number nine is garlic. Garlic is used as a blood thinner. Um, it's used as, it's everything, but in, in general, it's anti-infective. You know, think about the blood eaters. Think about the whole, um, uh, what is a vampire thing? It's true because there are things, and this is getting to the decode of what's really going on, is what's going inside the body. We are using all these things as we're trying to soothe something going on in our body. And this is one of the biggest hints is what garlic is, is, is not only thinning the blood to make your your joints work better and your blood flow work better, um, prevent against clots and things like that. But it's also because it's an anti-infective. And so at the basis of all of this is really infection. And you know, if you listen to my show long enough, I mean, every show is going to talk about some form of infection. But I'm going to tell you how got infection got there. It's just, it's, it's interesting. But uh, all of these tell you, like I say, is, is they tell the story and the deeper story is what are you trying to fix are they all different stuff or are they all related? Number 10 is CoQ10. CoQ10 is used as for the heart, but it's also, it's, uh, it's what's called the cellular energy. It helps to rebuild the mitochondria of the cell. Every cell of your body, whether it be a bone cell, a brain cell, a blood cell, every cell, muscle cell has inside of it these little, what's called the nucleus. 
Okay, and inside the nucleus is what's called mitochondria. And mitochondria are these little factories that produce what's called ATP. And ATP, that's the energy. That's what makes the muscles work. That's what everything works. ATP is the money that every cell gets paid. Now, the most important cell to get paid is your immune system because your immune system is always fighting after something, always going, it doesn't go to sleep because there's something going on. And as the sicker and sicker we get and weaker and weaker we get, the more it has to be on guard. Now, CoQ10 is also very, very important with certain heart medications, meaning in particular statins. When you go onto a statin, it cripples your body from producing CoQ10. And so it really can be damaging any real good cardiovascular person, a doctor or surgeon worth their salt will tell you going, I don't put a person on a statin very often. And when I do, I put them on CoQ10 because without CoQ10, on a statin without CoQ10, you are shortening your life because CoQ10 is the energy. You are trying to do more with less money. Okay. But again, why is CoQ10 at the top, uh, you know, at top 10, because people are lacking energy, okay? People need energy, and cardiovascular energy is the number one. Now, let me go back to the beginning of what does this tell this? The decode of all of these things, and if you notice, three of these things are really oil. They're really oil, okay? They are really the oil parts of our body, okay? It's a secret of what do we really need and what have we as a almost mass hypnosis and, and um, brain control or, or mind control tricked us into believing is that fat is bad and you don't want fat. No, you need fat. Obviously, if people are taking this as a, a, you know, a supplement is because they've gotten low on fat. So what this means, the decode is, is people are weak and in pain of chronic infection fed by the sugar feeders and lack of fat metabolism. Okay, let me say what that means. This is when we get people in later in life that have lots of pain and they have to take things to reduce the pain. Anyone, anything will tell you pain is inflammation and inflammation, this is like the Yoda thing, which is this leads to this leads to suffering. Okay, where does it all come from? It all comes from infection because the infection is what's then causing inflammation. The inflammation is there to take care of the inf in, uh, infection. You don't have just inflammation just because you do. You don't have inflammation just because there's something wrong with your body. There's nothing wrong with inflammation. You have to have inflammation to save yourself from something that's attacking you or something that's falling apart or damage. So that means there is damage. And if you're trying to sedate the pain without curing the damage or even replace what's being torn apart, you, you know, it's a bait and switch and you really are still hurting the body. Just, it doesn't, it's just, you're numbing it from that. Okay. So let's get into this. Where did this infection come from? Number one infection comes into chronic infection comes into the body, which is and I will get to this, which is what was the number one that really should have been on there is minerals, minerals. Now, what's the best type of minerals? And I don't mean a calcium pill. I don't mean your Geritol. I mean whole food minerals, green juices, green drinks, green mixes. You can take the greens, especially the fermented greens. Um, that are, you know, kale and, and collards and, and broccoli greens and all these other things. Greens have 
minerals from the ground that goes into a plant. Also, some of the best minerals are seed-derived minerals, okay? One of the minerals that's most important, too, is iodine. And that we get not from an iodine pill, not from an iodine shot, not from some sort of iodorol or iosol. Those are an extracted. You always want it in a whole food form, and that is what seaweeds are. Seaweeds are a, a ocean grain, okay, which has lots of minerals in it. And especially when it grows in the sea, all of the known minerals. There's also these other little mineral type of, of liquids that we take, but minerals should be the top thing. Because why? When we lack in minerals, then the immune system doesn't get paid. And then the immune system, which is the police, the cops, the fire department, which are keeping everybody safe, keeping the bad guys off and keeping uh, and repairing the damage and going to something that, that happened, okay, if they don't get paid enough, what they will do is they will start taking it out of the body. They'll start, this is where osteoporosis comes from because the minerals are lacking, okay? Now, when the minerals are lacking, then we don't produce enough hydrochloric acid. And when you don't produce enough hydrochloric acid, so this is step one, step two, step three, okay? When you do not produce hydrochloric acid, you don't digest your foods very well. And in particular, you are not bathing whatever you eat in a acid that kills anything that might have hitched a ride on your food. And there's a bunch of stuff, bacteria and all kinds of other stuff. So with low hydrochloric acid, now the things that were normally killed off before they get into the guts to then get into the bloodstream, they get in, okay? And so now we have lower digestion. We start getting lowered energy. Okay, now what happens is, is, and then it produces too many toxins, okay? And then those toxins go up into the liver, and then the liver starts backing down, and, and meaning the bile that is formed in the liver that goes into the gallbladder, which is the liver cleans itself out. But when the liver gets overburdened by all of these toxins that are coming from not very good digested food, now the bile gets thick, and then it gets jammed. And so that means when we eat fat... Fat doesn't have soap, oil and water doesn't mix, and now we cannot digest fats very well. And so the body goes, hmm, I need energy. And the number one preferred form of energy is from fat. What's the next best thing? Sugar. So now then people start craving and eating sugar. And it's not just because they're lazy and they're, they're, they're it's because the body goes, I'll go to the next step. I need energy. And so it will start causing people to eat more sugar. Now, when the sugar goes up and people have more sugar in their diet, then this starts to feed. So now this goes into if your blood sugar is above. When you wake up in the morning and if you take your blood sugar, if it's anything above 100 every day, let's say it's 105 or 120, like most people, they say, oh, that's normal. You're fine. No, anything above 100 over a period of time is enough to grow what's called nanobacteria infection, meaning in any of the cardiovascular will pe people will tell you, where is the, the stuff that is clogging up your arteries? Where is the plaque coming from? It's coming from sugar because what happens is inside your blood cells, these little guys that are living inside, they're feeding off of the sugar that you had to eat. So you see it kind of goes, 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 that you had to eat. Now they're starting to try and get into your system. And so they start tearing away because they release an enzyme that starts to dissolve your vessel, veins and arteries. 
And those erosions, if they don't get repaired, you'll have a blowout and you'll have a stroke. And so what happens is your body produces this plaque in order to spackle that and repair it. Now we then start getting into pain and all this other stuff. But keep in mind, what's really underneath it is infection. And now your body's immune system is going after, and now your immune system has had one arm tied behind its back, and then now it's got another arm tied behind its back. And what it does is then over a period of time, it starts eating the body. And since minerals are its number one payment for, like I said, go back to that CoQ10, which is the, the, um, the mitochondria of the cell. Every immune cell also has to have that too. They got to get paid. So what they do is they break the minerals down directly, which means they break it down in your bones. This is where osteoporosis come in. This is where the weak bones come in. This is where the wrinkles come in because we're losing bone. It starts to do it in the skin. So our body starts to eat away. It goes after the collagen and all this other stuff. So the aging process is really not time. It's really the body not getting the nutrients that it needs to repair and fight the infection and rebuild. So then we have to go on fish oil, which reduces the pain. But again, it shows you what you really are missing. You should have had fat. And again, we eat like Americans and we don't eat the fat. We think that lean meat is the best. No, it's not. But when you get into the health world, you know, one of the top things that anyone in the health who eat right is coconut oil, is avocados, is nuts and, and seeds, these things, high fat. Okay, because high fat is what the nerves are made out of. It's also what the uh, the whole system is. It's the most preferred form of food. Okay, and then again, we get into all of these other things. I need energy, so I need some echinacea, and I this because people are weak, and they're weak because even if you're just sitting there watching TV, if you're fighting some some sort of uh, of chronic infection, you may look like you're not doing anything, but you're really running a marathon on the inside. So, and then again, where you see garlic comes in and all this other stuff is because the body is trying to fight infection. So, um, like I said, the number one thing, if we wanted to get on this, if you want to keep your kids from ever getting into this problem, make sure they are on the minerals when they are younger. Um, and when they're younger, they can even take some up, like say the coral calcium and stuff like that, but they should also be on greens. They should be taking the greens, make sure, and also make sure they get some seaweed, make sure they get some of this. Other, and if they can't eat it, like those little seaweed chips are delicious. They're great, but you can also take it in like a pill form. You could take it in a liquid form, all this other stuff. Um, but the fat is the number one thing. Okay. Being able to digest fat. If we have trouble digesting fat, like I said, the lemonine, lecithin, these things, which will buy you time to fix your liver gallbladder, but it will get you to start digesting and eating fat. And your body will make the energy out of the fat. And then the energy that it makes out of the fat doesn't feed these other life forms like bacteria. In fact, it's antibacterial. So let's say like the MCT oil or coconut oil is an antibacterial, is an antiviral. So the good fats actually not only feed your body, but they also do this whole thing. And that's why they're top on the list. And that's why, and they're top on the list because not because the companies are good at selling them. That's part of it. But the biggest part is because they work. Because people, and I can tell you all these people that have, have told you, I got older, I started paying, and then I got on these things, did my fish oil, did my glucosamine chondroitin, and look at me, I'm at the gym working out and feeling much, much better. 
okay? But like I said, is decoding this top 10 tells you the deep story of what's really going on, which tells you what should you have done in the first place, which also tells you if you want to get to your kids early enough and, and, and spare them all of this, get them healthy before. And it's minerals, it's oils, and it's lower the sugar. Reduce the amount of sugar. Right now, it's easy to reduce the amount of sugar when your body is fed. Anyone will tell you that, like, for instance, their sugar craving goes away when they eat more protein or they eat more nutrient-dense food. Many times, the sugar cravings are, first of all, the sugar cravings are not you. It's them. It's the other living life forms that are inside you that are going, do it, do it, do it. And they do that. They by secreting hormones into your body and they will secrete pain hormones, which is they will, if you have enough of this stuff and you're just a regular general American, you say, I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to go to Panera and eat my salads for a week. Most people that are overweight and have been eating crappy for a long time, their body will rebel. They will get in pain. They will, I don't understand. It hurts so bad. Why does it hurt? It hurts because the other life forms that have been used to the sugar will attack you and they will literally attack you through chemicals. It's a chemical onslaught. So you got to get through it. Okay. But see, one of the top ways to get through it is to feed your body the minerals, feed your body the fats, and then just hunker down and go through it. Sometimes doing some of the sugar substitute stuff, like for instance, um, xylitol, stevia, these low glycemic types of, of sugar substitutes will get you through the hard times. But then once you've kind of starved out for about 21 days to about 48 days, for some people it takes that long for them to go, wow, it's gone. Like I don't crave this stuff anymore because I just feel like I don't need it. Like I said, the top two things of craving is it's them or it's your body, which is your body is actually starving. So you get people that are morbidly obese, really big, but yet they're they are essentially anorexic on the inside. If you look at their nutrient profile, they're starving. And they eat all the time, but they're eating a lot of fluff. They're eating a lot of stuff that has no, it's all calories, but it has no nutrients in it. And when, it's like the Chinese you know, meal, which is you eat it and then you're hungry again. Where the heck's that come from? Because if you're eating low nutrients, it's just styrofoam. It's sugar styrofoam. It's flavor. So most people are eating for flavor. They're not eating for the nutrients. When you go back to eating whole foods, it may be hard in the beginning, but eventually you'll get through and then the body will pay you back. And then it's not as difficult because you have more energy. Because the nutrients that you get from the real foods, you'll get more energy, which then directs into willpower. And then you, towards the end of that, you don't even need willpower. It's like then you will be offended by it. You will taste those same things. You go, oh, God, it's gross. It doesn't even taste good anymore. It's gross. Because that, and that's how it tasted before. It's just we were so addicted to it and we were so, but we were so weak. And that's the thing is when you give the body the nutrients that it's really looking for, these problems. And again, the biggest thing is when you give your body the energy, the cellular energy that it's looking for, then it will be able to fight infection and then it will be able to sedate infection, sedate even the viruses and stuff, make them go to sleep, 
bring the, the bacterial levels down to way low that they don't bother you. Candida, the yeast infection, the bloating in the guts and stuff like that, the beer belly or the woman beer belly or the, the bonbon belly. Um, that's what this is, is it's other living life forms that are parasiting on you and living off of you and directing you like a zombie. That's why it's so hard. And that's where this list is. That's what that list is. 10 of this list is all trying to repair this problem. But again, it doesn't get to the heart of it. It doesn't get to, well, how do I stop? How do I nip this in the bud? How do I start this before it stops? Or how do I start, stop this before it starts? How do I head it off at the past? This is how you do it. Okay. Um, and uh, so, like I said, this is, it's really, it's about whole foods. It's really about really going back. And it's also, I, I like to say this again, I'm look at you with my, we have been mind controlled. We have been tricked. We have been tricked into what the real world is. The real world, this false world told us that salt was bad. No, sea salt is good and we need more of it. And most people, uh, and again, people go, I don't believe you, Jason. Okay. Anyone that goes into the emergency room has something that goes into their arm, 100% of them. What is that? That's a sodium drip. That's salt. Why? Because it's a mineral. That's what, it's an electrolyte. That's what makes your nervous system work. And you are all just electrical energy. You are a computer and it's electricity. So that thing has to run and it runs on minerals. So minerals come first. Okay. And then we've been brain controlled, mind controlled, and fat is bad. It's that's what's clogging the arteries, right? It's that fat, it's that meat fat. And then all the people that generations that went on that low fat snack wells are worse off than they were before. In fact, it damaged them. Fat is not bad. Fat is good. Now, if you want to say, I want to go only plant based, I don't want to do the animal, fine. But the, the, in the plant based world, you look at the top of the plant based, plant based world, it's fat. Coconut oil, avocados, nuts, seeds, these things, pure fat, okay? Fat and protein, okay? But in the other part of the world, the healthy world that also has animals, the omnivorian, the best meats to have would be the fatty meats. That's the salmon. If you look at, if we said, what are the healthy foods? You'd see that salmon is top of the list for it. People go, I'm going to get healthier. I'm going to eat my salmon. Why salmon? Why not cod? Why not, you know, uh, carp? Because it's high fat, it's high fat foods, sardines, these other things. Then you get into the, the ruminants, the other animals, lamb. Lamb is the best because it has the best fat ratio. It has the cleanest fats. Goat is really good up there, okay? Grass-fed beef, okay? Um, those ones, and again, it's the same thing in the plant world, which is the more vibrant in color, the darker the meats, the healthier they are for you. They trick people into thinking it's that white meat. Chicken and turkey, and I know a lot of health food nuts that lived on turkey and, have, and basically froze their kidneys up because there is so, it's, it's acidic, it's hard. So it's the reverse. You don't want lean meats. You want fatty meats, okay? You need more fat, okay? Um, and then reduce the sugar and, like I said, increase the minerals. These things that we desperately need because that's how our mechanics work. And if you give the body what it needs, then it will 
fix everything. And it will do it while you're just sitting there watching. It says, thank God. And again, I've seen people, including myself, where skin has gotten better, wrinkles have gone away, bones start to grow back, these different types of things. Joints that were cranky, uh, cranky and achy feel so much better, have so much more energy, all these different, think better, feel better, have better emotions, are not so triggered. If you want the truth be told, what's going on in this craziness out in the world in terms of even the cancel culture, whatever you want to call it, people are nuts. The whole world is nuts. And the biggest part of this is the fat. They've lost the fat. And they, they can't think. They can't think because there's brainwashing out there. But it's also, it's just the nutrients. If you don't have a brain, if you don't have the, the nutrients, the nutrient profile, and you're weak and sick on the inside, of course, you just go with the program. Like, just go with the flow. Don't rock the boat, baby, because I just want to go along to get along. That's not thriving. That's not the world. That's not the master. You are to master this world. You are to be a master in this world, a master and a good master amongst others because we are here to help, but help with the truth. And there's no greater truth than the world that's right at your feet, right in front of your eyes, that's always been there. And it's, it's, and it's such a wonderful thing to go, oh my God, like the answers have always been there. And it's like just wiping the sleep away from your eyes and you go, it's not like you got to go to the Amazon to discover it. It's right there. Like all of these great plants that people go, I should go to the Amazon. They're here in Michigan. They're in, in Oklahoma. They're in Nashville. They're in California. It's the weeds. It's these things that people knew how to go out and eat this stuff. There are more valuable foods growing out in that yard out there. And it's not even your yard. You can go to a median somewhere and go harvest this stuff and put that in your salad and put that in juices and freeze it or whatever and start eating that. And you don't have to buy it. It's free. It's free, and that's the world. The world of health and healing is free to those who will. Those that have eyes to see it, those that have ears to hear it, those that have a mind to perceive it. But see, if we're so sick, your mind, you don't even have a mind. You have a half a mind. So start getting stronger, start getting healthier, and then you'll be able to start to think better and perceive better and then act better and be just. This is about righteousness, becoming righteous. Forget about being, you know, this or that. It's righteousness. What is righteousness? Because righteousness is good for your body. It's good for other people's body. And it balances out. This is what it, you know, forget about the, the unity of all this other stuff. It's righteousness that we really are looking for. So comes from the foods, comes from what goes in, what comes out. And it's right there. Don't forget to like, subscribe, Jason Eagle, uh, strategichealing.us, my podcast, Healing Matters, anywhere where podcasts are. Till next time, thank you. Bye-bye.